memory lane a little bit, but it is also my last radio show on UCM The Beat. I know, I know, all you fans out there are sad, and I am too, and so that's why I want to take this episode, this this hour, to just take you back in memory lane of not just this year in particular about how I got on UCM The Beat, but also how this Just Talking Sports became a thing and how it became a show of mine and a passion of mine that I've I've actually loved a lot over the last three and a half, four years of this being a creation that I have made in Just Talking Sports. So let's take it back to my freshman year. Freshman year of college, 2019. 2019, graduated from the Raymond Moore Peculiar Panthers in high school in that May of 2019. Uh, I was... I was a different breed in high school, should we say. Uh, as most of you know me now in college, I'm I'm more, as my girlfriend Haley likes to say, self-shyness. Self I don't like to go out much. I like to just go in, stay in my room, watch sports, and play video games and do my homework and I get my stuff done. I'm not a big partier. Um, and the, the big reason for that stuff is because... A, I had I had I had stomach surgery. I had weight loss surgery, and I was I was over four hundred pounds when I graduated high school. And now I'm down to two two thirty two forty, depending on the day of the week. You know, Taco Tuesday can get after me sometimes, but I I can't drink, and I'm totally fine with that. Like I I don't need a party to have fun. I have myself. I have sports. The two things that I love the most in this world at this moment is sports and myself and that's what you got to do you got to you got to self love yourself and i think i think that's what you have to do but in freshman year i was still trying to find myself in college obviously a new a new place i always thought warrensburg funny story i always thought warrensburg was a country town i always just thought i'm never going to go to warrensburg it's a country town all they want to do is be farmers and ride tractors and if you know me i am Totally opposite of that. I'm a city boy through and through. I, I wear those prestige Nike clothes, as my dad likes to stay, the ex- expensive stuff and all that. I'll, I have Nike shoes left and right. And so he I, I just never thought Warrensburg would be the place, nor did I think the University of Central Missouri would be my place for college. I ended up picking UCM for a variety of reasons, but I've truly loved it my four years here. And so, but... Freshman year, uh, my first semester, fall semester goes goes smoothly, I would say. I didn't have a roommate. My roommate never showed up, so I had a whole dorm to myself, and that was that was fun. I liked it. Uh, winter break came and went. I didn't, I didn't go home much fall of that fall at all, but then the spring came. I got a roommate. Um, roommate was cool. Uh, I'll be honest, I forgot his name, but... He was a he was a military man, and so he would get up early and do all his stuff and go go for him. And I thank him for his service and all that. I'm sorry I forgot your name, uh, but obviously in that spring semester was COVID, and COVID hit, and COVID COVID took took a shot and took us deeply. Right, it, it shut the world down, and a lot of people didn't know what to do, and. The funniest thing was is in the fall semester, that's when I really I really started, I think, wanting to do a, a podcast. And I was like, I want to do a sports podcast. My my first thought was, okay, well, let's do it on YouTube. And so I, I started posting on YouTube. And my, my buddies were like, dude, you, you can't do YouTube. I'm like, why? And they're like, well, then we can't do anything else. You have to stay on YouTube to listen to you talk. And I'm like, oh, that's true. And so I finally I finally found this app, talking to some of my buddies that go to UCM. I'm like, hey, we use this app. And I, I started using it and it worked out great. I got I got onto Spotify, Apple Music, and all the other all the other things. And so it was working out real well for me. And I'm I'm having a great time doing it. And then obviously COVID hits in that spring and sports sports takes a hit because you gotta think about it. Sports is about fans and you don't have fans because of COVID. And it was just a whole lot of what ifs happening. You had the college basketball tournament, NCAA tournament, shut down. You had conference tournaments shut down before that. So there was a lot going on, and you didn't know what was happening. I got sent home, and funniest thing is, is let me tell you, the hardest thing about college in my four years was that semester right there. And it wasn't just because it was COVID, folks. It was because of this. I go home. I'm still having to do school, right? Yeah, school, school that I'm well, I'm not paying for, but my grandparents are paying for, right? I get home and I start doing my schoolwork, and I'm I'm doing it every day. 
because I have classes every day. And then I have my two younger brothers. One's a senior at the time, and one is a freshman, I believe. Yeah, he is a freshman because he graduates this year and I graduate this year. That makes sense, JT. So he's a freshman, and they've been told, hey, your grade can't go down. It can only go up. And so, I mean, first off, what in the world is that? Like, come on. Uh, But second off, I mean, let's be real. If you were told that, would you be doing your schoolwork in that time? Uh, No. So, guess what? I had two brothers who, who one is the senior, I should say, the senior when I get home, who me and him are tight, and we want to do things together. And then I also have another one who's running around, in a sense, because he's he has nothing to do. And so, I'm still trying to do my schoolwork, while these two don't have to do schoolwork, because their grade can't be affected. My grade is being affected. And so, I'm having to focus on schoolwork while I have two brothers at home all the time doing nothing unless they want to do something of their own, play video games and watch TV and be loud and obnoxious. And the best spot for our house at the time to get the best Wi-Fi was in the kitchen. Yeah, the kitchen's right by the living room. It's not fun. So that time period right there made me realize that, man, I really actually love college. I love college, actually. I get my peace. I get my quiet and... I don't have to worry about others distracting me. N- not saying it was a bad distraction. I'm just saying it was a distraction in itself. And I got through that semester. So freshman year goes by. I make it. I make great work out of it. And I want to start really hitting it off with my podcast. And I want to keep going. And sports start like trying to get back into it in that fall. So my sophomore year of that fall, they start getting back into it. But, you know, the crowds aren't there. And... The biggest, the biggest thing about the craziness about that spring semester was the Chiefs won the Super Bowl that year too. And so the Chiefs won the Super Bowl right before everything shut down. And so that was amazing. It was, it was amazing to watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Got to watch it with my brother and my grandpa. The two biggest people that love sports and the Chiefs, probably besides me, folks, like... They are diehard Chiefs fans. My grandpa is the reason I am such a sports Chiefs fan. And so I I I don't know where I would be, to be honest, if I didn't have my grandpa. So he is the reason not only that I have my love for sports, he's the reason I have my love for the Chiefs. He he is a reason for a lot of things in my life. And I will I will hit on uh him and his impact a little later on, but it, it it's it's a tough ride right there when I get there. So that fall comes the sophomore year, and that's that. Honestly, is I would say my sophomore fall year was harder than my spring freshman year, and I don't know if it was because of the classes I was taking, or it was because I had some professors that were trying to get their classes to do in person and I had some that wanted to do online and so it was so hard to try to balance everything out and I'm, I'm still I'm still like trying to enjoy college at that time and so it was so hard for me that semester to find a groove uh, I got through it thankfully um, I had one of my worst grading performances of my college career in that semester. And it was just because I never found that balance. And honestly, that that fall, I really never even got to really work on my podcast. And it kind of sucked. It was just like, I just could never really find my groove, couldn't find anything, whether it be with the classes, like I said, or myself. It was just, I could never really get it going. And it, it really, it really sucked that semester. I got through it. And then the spring semester came and the spring semester comes and it feels like you're you're getting back into kind of the normal right like there's they're trying to like baby feed you a little bit more and they're trying to give you those solids you know like when i had my weight loss surgery you started with liquids after you had your surgery and then you started with more like um meshy foods you had to have those meshy foods so it felt like I was reliving my steps after surgery just in real form with COVID. And so that spring semester comes. The Chiefs are back in the Super Bowl. This time does not end so well for them. And it was it was it was still 
that fun time. Like, you're still wondering, like, wow, this Chiefs team is doing something. And and I think it, it, it really helps people find their groove and find their steps when they're trying to do a podcast when the, the thing they love the most is really working for them. Like, for me, obviously, football. The Chiefs were doing well. The Chiefs have done well since Patrick Mahomes has become the quarterback. And so it's helped me want to start moving forward. The other thing that has helped me start moving forward is my love. My love never, f- like, has failed to astonish me when it comes to sports. Like, some people thought maybe I would uh, drop off a little bit from sports loving when I got to college because I couldn't watch it or, like, study it as much as I wanted to in college, like I got to in high school. And it's actually been the opposite. I've, I think I've actually studied and understood each and every gameplay so much more with a finer pen, especially with football, than any anything before. I can now I can now tell you almost exactly right around, like exactly before the play happens, especially on the defensive side, what what kind of coverage you're going to run, like what kind of um, man uh, press you're going to run, what if the DN's going to drop or is he going to come? Linebackers, like I can I can really intel that now, and. To be honest, like these this this coming week is huge. Like it's one of my favorite weeks because of the draft and it so happens to be in Kansas City. But like I can now read it and I can study it more and another sport that I actually have grown way more interest in that I really didn't actually I would say I watched a little bit of it and I studied a little bit of it, but I I now watch it almost I watch these two sports, uh football and basketball way more now. I I've kind of took a dip off on baseball, but baseball has now got my eyes back because of the way they've changed some rules and the game moves faster, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But yeah, so now basketball, I can I can now get into a little more too because I can sit there and watch it. When you're in college, folks, you have all the free time you want, and it, it, it's it's so relaxing in a sense that you have all that free time, but you also have to work your time management skills like time management is such a key factor into having great success in college and I think that's one thing I learned right away especially after that fall semester of sophomore year is time management is your key and I I think I found it after my fall uh, sophomore semester spring semester went great both both fall and spring of my sophomore year I took what was called sports broadcasting and advanced sports broadcasting and I honestly wish I didn't take it in my sophomore year. The reason I wish I didn't take it my sophomore year is is because of COVID. If I waited, say, to my junior year, then I would have had more sports to do. Like, say, I would have got to do UCM football more. I would have got to do more UCM basketball, Jenny's basketball, Jenny's softball, and Mule's baseball. And instead, that fall semester of my sophomore year when I took sports broadcasting, we did high school football. And it was it was it was nothing like you yeah it's high school football but it's not like something big like when if you were doing the mules football games where there's going to be huge crowds and there's more more on your plate and more on your shoulders to have it right when it was high school football it didn't feel like there was like you have to have this right or you're going to get judged it was it was high school football folks and as much as we want as a parent of a kid in high school we want that to be so perfect it's 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 you cannot relate it to college football, okay? And so I do. That is one of my biggest. I would say I wouldn't say regrets, but I think biggest takeaways is I wish I could have took those two classes my junior year instead of my sophomore year. Now we jump into my junior year, and junior year is like I think junior year was was so so fun. Like I wouldn't say fun. I would say exhilarating. It was it was it was one of those school years where I actually loved my my work and my craft I was doing at school. The problem I had was I was in a long distance relationship. And so it, it that was taking a toll, but I, I still think I found way better ways to handle myself with my schooling and find ways to recaperate the the long distance relationship. And so, it also began uh, when I went home every weekend. I, I, like I said, freshman year, I didn't come home. I didn't. I didn't. 
you can ask my parents, dude. Like, fall semester, I didn't want to come home. The only reason I came home so early, I came home, I think, my very first time I went home, is it's crazy to hear this, but I went home, my very first time I went home was my brother's senior year of high school football, and it was senior night. I had to. Come on, it was my brother's senior night. I had to go home, and that that was that was that was obviously fun. But like I didn't go home every weekend. But when COVID hit, I I kind of felt like time was slipping of the essence. With I, I got worried. Okay, I got worried about my my grandparents, and I did I just didn't want them to get sick. And I know they didn't want to get sick, and they were taking all the precautions they needed. But I still just wanted to make sure I had the time with those people. And so I actually would go home starting my sophomore year every weekend to watch the Chiefs game with my grandpa and my brother. And it, it, it turned into something. I, I, I took a step back my freshman year, and I, I felt like I, I was missing that. And so I had to do that. And so every, including junior year, I would go home and watch the Chiefs with my grandpa. Uh, it was it was no matter if it was a Thursday night, a Monday night, a Sunday night, or a Sunday, or even a Saturday, I would go home and watch it. And so... That was that was our tradition, and it it made me not only me, but it made my brother Charles and my grandpa super happy and super super close to each other. We were like three stooges. We were like in inseparable when it came to football season with the Chiefs. We if you wanted if you wanted to know where we were on a a Chiefs game day, go to Grandpa's house. You'll find all three of us sitting in the front room cheering on the Chiefs. Probably with a twinker and ice cream sandwich in our hand, okay? That's how it was, all right? That's that's how it was. And that's how it it was. It was it was it was amazing. And so it just it just made us happy. And so it was it was junior year. We 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 were doing it, like I said, I was going home every weekend, no matter if I was going to go see my girlfriend who was at Pitt State at the time, I would go down to see her. I would try to get down there early Friday morning. Then I would leave early Sunday morning to get to Raymore to watch the Chiefs game. Whatever the case was, that's how I was doing it. And so we were I was making time for everyone and it was working out. Like my grades weren't falling. My my schoolwork was getting done in well excellent time. And I was I was making time for both family and girlfriend. And it was it was working out. Sure there was stressful time stressful times. Uh in a long distance, it's it, it's part of the thing, man. Long distance will take a toll on you, and you can ask anyone that's ever had a long distance relationship; it'll take a toll on you, folks. It's it's a tough time, and you build on it. And I think I think looking back on it, it was a really good building block me- measurement for the relationship I'm in right now. We we made it work, and we've built on it, and it it was it was something that was painful, but I think in the long run. It really, really helped us, and it's going to help us throughout the relationship that we're in. And so, that right there was my kind of my card right there. It was like, okay, wow, I'm doing all this because then I started getting my podcast to go again. That that junior year, I got that going. I was going to see my girlfriend long distance. I was going home to see. I I put everything finally together, and I finally made it work. That sophomore year was a year where it felt like I was losing it but it actually helped me build myself into figuring out what I was going to do with my junior year. In junior year, we rocked it. I made I made my first demo reel, which looking back on it was absolutely garbage, but we've, we've adjusted it and it's newer now. Uh, I also made my first website and I've made some upgrades to that. And we also were starting, I started also doing uh, that fall, I also got some opportunities to call uh, eight, uh, eight ten varsity sports with the Ray Peck High School. I called some games there. I also was calling some UCM football games that fall, and so everything was coming together. It felt like that junior fall year. I was starting to get some stuff going. I started getting my name out there more, and I started, I would say, I guess, walking the plank more and trying to open my horizon. When we come back, I will jump back into the story. I will get into my spring junior year and obviously our senior year. But right now you're listening to Just Talking Sports, my last episode right here on UCM The Beat. different face and posting on their feet 
Know someone who's being bullied online? Send the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more about the witness emoji at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Only in the forest can you see this. And this. And this. But nothing beats the moment you see that. Cool! That's your child's eyes opening up to a world of possibilities. I didn't know it could do that! Because one trip to the forest can spark a world of difference. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, canoeing, fishing, or camping. Or create your own adventure with family and friends, and you might just see this. Your moment's out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Just Talking Sports. I'm still the host, JT Noah. On the last episode on UCM, the beat of Just Talking Sports. I know, I know, tough times. So let's get back into my my whirlwind of stories, right? And so I just got done talking about how great my junior fall year was. Junior fall year was one of the top notch semesters I've had. Okay, and it it, it fell off. A cliff real fast, folks. Because that next semester, my junior spring semester, was the... I said my sophomore was my toughest. My junior spring semester was my most hardest, emotional... It was, it was a difficult, difficult, difficult semester. And let's start right away, alright? So, Chiefs make the playoffs... Like, what's new, right? <laughs> I mean, they are playing well. They just they just did this, the 13 seconds, folks. You know what I'm talking about. They come and they, they tie the game with 13 seconds against the Bills. They score in overtime to win the game. Uh, Travis Kelsey with the game-winning touchdown in the uh, right corner of the end zone. So, there's that. I remember that exactly. It was a, it was a nice little wheel route by Kelsey. Um, that following week, that following week, um, my girlfriend actually comes to visit me, uh, at UCM and I think she gets, gets to see me. She gets here on Thursday and Thursday evening I'm, I'm fine. And then Friday I get, I get, I get sick. Uh, I went to, I went to class crazy enough. I went to class and I just, I was not feeling good. I was supposed to go home that Saturday to watch the NFC champion, uh, the watch the championship games, um, on Sunday. I didn't feel good. So I was, I was, I was waiting it out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait it out. I kept taking medicine and I just didn't feel good. And so I almost didn't even come home that Sunday. I went home though and my mom gave me a COVID test. And I actually came back positive. <laughs> Craziest thing, right? Come back positive. And so I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? How am I going to watch the AFC Championship with my grandpa and my brother? And we worked it out where we I made it sure it was safe for everyone in that house so I could watch the game with my grandpa and with uh, Charles. And that game was tough. It was, it was no fun, right? The Chiefs lose af- after blowing blowing that game right so that's no fun and I, I had to deal with COVID that, that week coming right and so uh, it was tough uh, COVID hit me like a train I I did not expect it to hit me that hard I was bed rested for I would say a good three days um, the fourth day I started feeling a little bit better but I really did not get much better until about the fifth day into COVID and COVID hit me like a train and not only did did COVID hit me that week, and not only did the Chiefs lose in the AFC Championship after having a huge lead. No, no, no. I also got a phone call from my grandpa, and <laughs> I, I, it was, it was, it was, it was bad. Cause so when you're having COVID, if you've had COVID, you're so tired, you don't want to eat, and so 
one of the times I had fell, fallen asleep, uh, I missed a phone call from my grandpa, and my grandpa, oh, man, my grandpa's favorite line to me would be like, he would always say, hey, buddy, and so he left me a voicemail, and it, it uh, uh, sorry, it, it went, it was like, it was like, hey, buddy, um, can you give me a call? I just got a call from the doctor. Uh, just give me a call when you're up. Uh, I just want to let you know hand to hand. All right. And so I was like, crap, because I knew what he was going for and I knew what the doctor and I'm like, I, I pray, I pray, I pray. He's just wanting to give me good news. And I call him back and he goes, hey, buddy, how you feeling? I'm like, I'm not feeling too well. And now you got me on this. And he goes, um, oh, my gosh. Uh, he goes, uh, I, I have prostate cancer. And, oh, I'm like, really? Like, really? Really? And so, he's diagnosed with prostate cancer. And he tells me not to worry. He always tells me not to worry. <laughs> uh, I always will worry about him. Um, and so, uh, it was it was hard. And so... I was just like, it hit me hard. And so I had to finish that semester and I finished it and he started uh, his treatment and he was like, it's going to be all good. And I, this, that summer, that junior, my junior to senior summer, I was, I was packed. I was so packed. I was working at Chick-fil-A and I was also interned, interning with, uh, Brad Zimmerman, Zimmerman Productions with the Monarchs. I was a cameraman on third base, and uh, I I was just so busy. And and then when I wasn't busy, it, it just uh, I was with I was trying to I was I went with my grandpa a couple times to get his uh, treatments, and it was it was tough because. I know it was hurting him. He hated the drive. He would have to drive all the way to Overland Park. And from Raymore to Overland Park, it's about 20, 25 minutes, depending on traffic. And so he, I know he hated it. And it was getting to him. And so I kept telling him. I was like, man, you better make it. You better make it to May 6th. May 6th. You've got to see me walk across the stage. you got to see that your money went to the right things. And so... He kept doing his treatment, and he, he got through it, and it was a sigh of relief. It was like, it was one of those things, like, oh, thank gosh. He's, he's through it, and they say he's, he's doing better, and that was huge. And so, I went, in, I went into my senior year feeling, feeling relieved a little bit. I was like, okay, he's, he's through it, and it also helped, I will admit, Haley did transfer to University of Central Missouri and we we were closer and so it was it wasn't like I had to worry about the long distance and and then so it, it my mom uh calls me or texts me and he's like she's like hey um grandpa is isn't doing too well and it was it was it was like oh, really and so it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like something I was, um, what was the word? I wasn't too like, um, over, overreacting to it. I was just like, you know, he's been through a lot. He's, he's, he's going to be fine. And at this time it's the fall. So I'm going home every weekend to watch the Chiefs game. And I would say, gosh, mid, mid October things started going really, really bad, and he was, he wasn't, he wasn't him, that was the thing, my grandpa wasn't my grandpa, like, he was, but he wasn't the same as it is, he was, he was drained, and so, excuse me, sorry, uh, he was put in the hospital, and they were trying to figure out what was wrong with him, and me and my brother, we did not stop. No matter where he was, we were going to be there. Uh, my mom got got the nurses to let us go in on Sunday nights to watch the Sunday night football game of the Chiefs game against Chargers. We were there. We got told a couple times probably to be a little quieter when the game was on. But 
we we were there. We were there with my grandpa. We we watched every game, no matter where grandpa was, with him. And so it it was it was it was difficult to see him like that. But we had to push through it. And um we pushed and they finally figured out what was wrong and me and my brother we kind of took a big breath and let it out. We found out that it was a brain tumor and even though the surgery was going to be difficult and complicated, especially for his age, um, they, my grandpa was all for it. He wanted it to happen. And uh, it was, it was, he was like, I've got, I'm going to do this. I'm going to work and I'm going to get strong and I'm going to be all right. And so they do the surgery and he gets out and we watch another Chiefs game with him in the hospital. And and then he's he's done so well that they've actually moved him and they've moved him to a, I think it was called a, re, a rehab, it was like a rehab center where they're helping him get better. Like, I wouldn't call it a nursing home in a sense, but it was it was kind of like a nursing home. It was just because he was trying to get better, you know? And so I went I went home that weekend surprisingly early. Um it was it was the first weekend of December. I went home early that weekend because it was championship weekend for college football. And so I went home early the weekend right before finals and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go watch the, some of the football games with grandpa. He he'll need someone and I can take and can let grandma go home. Cause she, my grandma goes up was would be up there all the time, and so uh, I went up there that Saturday, Saturday, December third. I went up there and I spent all day long with my grandpa. Uh, we watched the K State TCU championship game, and that game was so good. We were watching it, and he would fall asleep, and then I'd scream and be like, "Oh yeah, go!" and I knew he, he obviously he was he was out, but I mean he he was trying to act good and he had shaved. He had shaved. And so that was the big thing my mom kept saying was like he shaved. He shaved on his own. He got up and shaved. And so uh one of the things that I'll remember the most was <laughs> gosh. Um that Saturday. My my thing is so with my surgery, I can't drink pop. I can't have the carbonation, the bubbles, because it will hurt my stomach, and I'm totally cool with that. So my biggest, my two biggest drinks now, like I am addicted to, is sweet tea and a Coca-Cola Freezy from Quick Trip. And that's about the only Coca-Cola Freezy I will drink. It has to come from Quick Trip. And so uh, I have one. I probably had two that day, honestly. Um, my dad probably brought me another one when he came up, but my grandpa, before I left, uh, wanted a sip of my drink. He was like, Ooh, what is that? And I was like, Oh, it's a Coca-Cola freezy. It's like a, it's like Coke with ice, just really frozen. And he takes a sip and he goes, Ooh, that's good. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I know it's good, grandpa. Oh, I know it's good. <laughs> and, um, obviously the next day me and my brother are going to come up to, Watch the Chiefs game, Chiefs versus Bengals at 3.30 on CBS. And uh, I go, hey, well, I'll bring you one on our way up. I'll bring you a small. I usually get a large. I'll get you a small. And he goes, okay. And then he also, he he kissed me on my cheek and he goes, um, don't forget the don't forget the skull. Um, the skull is a literal skull. It's painted red with the Chiefs uh, arrow on it. And we, my brother got it in, uh, I believe, Cozumel, Mexico, when we went on our cruise in 2019. And we did that over New Year's, and that was fun. Uh, Louisiana was fun, and so was the whole cruise, even though I was, at that time, still on my protein gig, um, which, that's another story. Uh, But we got the skull, and so... Once we got off the cruise, from then on out, every Chiefs game, everyone who's watching the Chiefs game, no matter, or whoever's in the house, in the room, no matter if you're watching the Chiefs game or not, you have to rub the skull. And so, um, 
my grandpa goes, well, don't don't let Charles forget the skull or the hat because we also have a bucket hat that we bring. And I go, we won't. And he goes, okay. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Alrighty. Uh, sorry. And here we go. I go home. I go to bed. I actually don't go to bed. Scratch that. I don't go to bed. Um, cause that night, uh, that morning, early morning, I'm taking my, my parents to the airport cause they're going on a 14 day cruise and they deserved it. I mean, they deserved it. My mom had been so worried about grandpa and grandpa had started looking and doing better. And I just told him to go. I drop him off at the airport. I go back home. I go to bed. It's about 6 in the morning, so about two hours after I got home, I went to bed. Austin uh, comes, Austin, who is the youngest of the three of us, there's three of us my mom had, that's me, Charles, and Austin. Charles is 18 months younger than me, and Austin is four. Um, Austin comes running down the stairs, he's actually the only son that lives upstairs at that moment, and, uh, well, he still does, um... Austin comes running down the stairs, bangs on my door, uh, wakes me up, um, and is like, hey, uh, Grandma is uh, needing you. Uh, she just got a call from the nursing home rehabita- rehabilitation center. Uh, Grandpa is not responsive. I go, okay, all right. I'm keeping myself calm. Uh, I call Grandma. I go, hey, Grandma, I'm on my way over. It's going to be all right. We'll go up to the hospital and we'll see Grandpa. And he, she goes, okay, all right. I could tell she was a little nervous. I mean, I was nervous. I was hiding it. I was masking it so hard. And uh, I get to Grandma's and Grandma is getting herself ready to go. And I told her, don't rush. It's all going to be okay. And my Grandma gets on her chairlift. She has a chairlift to get down the stairs, to get to the garage, to get to the van. She gets on her chairlift and she's about, she's she's headed down. The phone rings this is this is this is the craziest thing. The phone rings, and I almost don't answer it. I almost don't answer that phone. I I I I was like, you know what? If it's someone important, they can call Grandma on her cell phone. We're headed to the hospital, and for some reason, I turn around and I answer it. And the phone that I answer is in their kitchen. It hangs on the wall. So I grab it, it has that spirally cord, you know, and I put it up to my ear and I go, hello? And I I don't remember the doctor's name, but I remember him going, uh, are you related or do you know Thomas Mockle? And I go, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm his grandson. Um, uh, wh- uh, what can I help you? We're on our way up there right now. And uh, he, go- <laughs> he goes, he goes, when we got, Tom, um, he was unresponsive, but we we could get a read, a heartbeat on our monitors, but the thing was is we couldn't get a heartbeat or a pulse when we did the manual uh, pulse on his wrist. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, all right. Uh, not really comprehending what's happening at that moment yet, you know? And um, he goes, so we decided to turn off the pacemaker, and when we turned off the pacemaker, that's when it went flatline, and... Uh, your, your grandpa uh, has passed away. <laughs> uh, I hung up the phone, slammed it. I slammed that thing on that thing, back on its uh, wall mount. Acted like nothing happened. Uh, dude, re- the guy recalled me. Man, what guts does that man have? I mean, I don't know if I could recall someone recall redial that number after hearing their grandson put that phone back up on the the mount. Uh, he recalls, I, I answer it again, <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm bawling, I am bawling, and uh, I'm screaming and yelling, and my grandma's stuck on a, on the, uh, the chairlift, and so, <laughs> um, she finally gets back up, and I'm on my, I'm on my knees crying, and um. <laughs> It it was it was it was difficult, man. It was it was that was so hard. And um, when when I when I come back from a break, because I need a break real quick, uh, I'll tell you what was even harder. Um, you're listening to uh, just talking sports uh, live on UCM the beat. 
Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Driving has a rhythm all its own. Don't wreck it with a text. Before you get behind the wheel, silence your phone. Or better yet, designate a texter. For more text-free driving tips, visit stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. <laughs> juice, Mom. Juice, juice, juice. Mommy, why are we going to the store? Mom, Mom I want Mommy. juice. Mom. Mom. Your child will have different needs at different stages of life, and that includes the car seat. See, car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. Protect your child's future at every stage of life. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Just Talking Sports uh, on this emotional, emotional emotional last episode uh on UCM the beat. Um let's get back into this this tough tough story and part of my college life that I have to talk about. Um I get I get the call from the hospital. Um the first the first person I call uh was it was it wasn't my my mom or dad my mom and dad actually are in Atlanta right uh, in Atlanta at the moment at that point waiting on their flight to go to i believe Orlando it might have been Miami for their their 14 day cruise i actually called my my aunt uncle uh Jennifer and Brian Brian is uh my grandpa's step son um and uh he they've had it they had a tough they have been they have had a tough year and a half at that point. Um, I called them, let them know, and then I I call my I call my mom, and I tell everyone this. I I tell every single person that asks me about it. I tell them this. I am so thankful that I was the one that answered that phone and was told by the doctor by whoever it was at the hospital that he was he was gone. But the hardest part for me was calling my mom. Literally calling my mom 10 minutes after I had already told her, hey, don't worry, it's going to be okay. Go on your cruise and enjoy it. Calling her 10 minutes after that to let her know her her dad, stepdad had, had passed away. Um, it, it was... It was, that was the toughest phone call. And I know it was tough on my mom and my dad trying to find a way to get back into Kansas City from Atlanta so they could see grandpa, so they could be with the family. Um, That day was so hard. It was, it was so hard. Um, I never really, once they let me see my grandpa's body, I really never left his side. Um, I I just didn't know, uh, what what really to do. I mean, he he was he is he was literally like every every little everything that I do was almost for him in a sense. He gave me this path 
to do what I'm doing right now. And I told him, I always told him, he makes it to May 6th. That little, that little hard-headed man of his didn't make it. <sighs> I tell you, I, 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 I tell you every, I, I mean, that is, I wanted him to make it to May 6th. I know he wanted to make it to his 50th anniversary with my grandma. I know he had a lot of things. But I wanted him to see that his money went somewhere. And that's why in a week and a half on May 6th at 5 p.m. when I walk that stage. It's going to mean everything to me. Because then I know he knows it went somewhere. It's it's so hard. Some days. <laughs> like when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, for instance. Like, oh, oh, oh. It, it was so hard. And, I mean, it was it was so difficult. Because I wanted him to see that again. I am so... I'm, I'm so thankful and happy that he got to see them win the Super Bowl against the 49ers. We got to celebrate. He bought us... He bought us... Um, he bought us all hoodies. He had a hat. He loved his Super Bowl hat. I still have that Super Bowl hoodie. It's a little big on me, but I'm never getting rid of it. Um, and so, he he paved my path for me. He 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 was the one that pushed me to get into football. Um, he's the one that really made sure I was I was set no matter what. What happened? Um, uh, he he always told me he was gonna pay for my college, and he did. And I mean, I'm so thankful for that. He he bought me my first car. I mean, the dude was my second dad. I love my dad so much, and I know he's listening. And I love my dad, and I love my mom so much. They they taught me so much, and I know me and my dad butted heads when I was younger, especially in high school. High school was tough life, and as much as me and him butted heads, we've grown so close, me and my dad have. Me and my mom have always been tight, and I love those two to death, and they know I love them, and I hope they know that, and I do love them, and they're... They're in my. They're special to me, a lot because some people have it easy. Some people have it hard. I mean, me and my me and my dad butt heads, but my dad would find ways to put meals on the the table for us. He was put in the hospital for twenty what twenty seven days. Blew his aorta. I mean, he he has so many health problems. It's unreal. He looks like he's 75. Could be a Santa Claus. Um, but I love... And my mom... I mean, my mom... Stay-at-home mom with three sons? Good Lord. I mean... I mean, every time... So I tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. I'm, I'm trying to cheer up everything right now. Uh, my dad was the person that would, like... Um, sp- uh, spank us or, like, get after us, you know? Or, like, you know, he was, like, he was the one that really, like, took the initiative to the, the punishment part, you know? But, um, the person that I was scared of the most out of those two was my mom. My mom's a wild card, folks. You never know what she's gonna do. But I'll tell you one thing. You knew it was bad when her, like, she, um, she pushed her lips inside her mouth. Like, I, I, it's really hard to explain, but, like, when your lips go inside and you make that, like, frown face, oh, you knew you messed up. Because that's when you knew mom was coming after you. And so, it was, it was like that. Um, my mom and dad, like I said, they were always, they've always supported. My mom was a PTA mom, um, if you ever know what that is. She was, uh, tried to get on the school board. She helps with the booster club at the school district. I mean, my mom does a lot for being a stay-at-home mom. And my dad, he does a little bit too much, but he does it because he's my dad and he's stubborn. Um, but I love, I love my parents. And like I said, I hope they know that. Because I feel like they do. 
but sometimes I felt like I I know my dad felt like sometimes it wasn't I it wasn't that I loved him, but he he always was. I think sometimes he felt like he was put in second behind my grandpa, and it was it was never like that. I didn't want them two competing for me, and I didn't want to I didn't want to compete those two for him. They both had different attributes and different ways of their their love and I love both of them for that like they're I mean my dad is my dad's awesome <laughs> I mean I remember uh when he when he, freshman year when he drove the uh he drove a bus for a uh, I think it was called Amtrak Amstar or something but he would drive these buses and we met in uh Warrensburg cuz he was in Warrensburg for some reason and we got lunch at Applebee's and we talked and we just had a good time like I love my parents. My parents are awesome. My parents are amazing. I love the people in my life right now. But I would I would be lying if I didn't say my grandpa was my idol. My grandpa was that person. My my grandpa was my scapegoat from reality. He was he was my best friend he was he was my he was my he was my my he was my life and and it 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 sucked to get told that that he was dead and he had died but but in reality i he's now in a in a better spot he's out of he's out of pain and i think he honestly uh joke coming in um, I think he wanted to go before he saw the Chiefs lose to Cincinnati for the third straight time. Um, because that Sunday that he did die, he uh, the Chiefs did lose to Cincinnati. Even though I really, really, honestly, you can ask any of my friends. Honestly, I didn't really pay attention to like we watched the game, but it really wasn't like a straight factor of mine. Um, but the Chiefs did lose to Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Travis Kelsey had a crucial fumble. I remember that part. Was it a fumble though? It was more like a strip. But um, I think he went. I think he wanted to get away before he saw the Chiefs lose to the Bengals again. Um, but then the Chiefs went on to win the Super Bowl. Me and my brother went to the Super Bowl parade and um, had a great, great time. Um, me and my brother still do everything together when it comes to football. In a sense, this weekend, this week coming up, Chiefs, not Chiefs, Kansas City host the draft. Uh, we're going to watch the first round together Thursday night at his place. And then Saturday, we're both going to the draft. I will be in better situation in seats than him, but that's beside the point. Um, and I'm excited, but it, it, it is, it is, I, I've loved college and I've loved giving you guys con content. Um, just talking sports started as a podcast. I got put, I asked and put this on the radio on UCM the Beat. Not only because it was supposed to be on the beat for a class that I was in, but now I'm not in that class, and I still try to make some uh, for you guys. It's it's something I like doing. I love talking about sports. I love hearing your guys' opinions, and so it's one of the great joys I have is making these making these uh, radio shows and making these episodes for you guys so you can listen to them. Uh, it brings it brings happiness to me. And um, I knew it brought happiness to my uh, grandpa to listen to him. He would always critique me too on it. So don't don't worry. He would always critique me on it. And so uh, I was... I, I, I just... I wish I could have one more day with him. And it sucks that I don't. And May 6th uh is going to be a exciting celebration. But it's also going to be I I promise you. I I promise you I probably will cry a little when I cross that stage just because I'm going to look up and I'm not going to see him there. And so it's going to it's going to sting. It's going to sting, okay? But uh, if you're going through something right now and you need help, just know there's someone out there looking after you. There's someone out there. 
Uh, I love everyone that's in my life right now. I love my family. Um, that goes uh, mom, dad, Austin, Charles, uh, Cindy, Dan, uh, Jennifer, Brian, uh, Haley, um, Lulu, Steve. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of everyone, grandmas. I mean, everyone in my life right now that's in my life right now, oof, I wouldn't be who I am. And it all started on a Valentine's Day somewhere in 2000 where my parents decided to make me, folks. That's where it is, okay? That's where it all started. Uh, some Sometime around Valentine's... I'm, I'm going with Valentine's Day uh, in 2000. JT was decided to be created, and then he popped out November 9th, 2000. And so that's 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 where it is. Um, so you can thank Valentine's Day of 2000 for JT being created and um, and giving you this context. And I know some of you are crying out there. Um, I have cried a little today too. I usually don't cry um, on behind the mic, but it had to be done. I had to get that out there. I had to let my emotions out. Um, it's it's been one of those some one of those years like one of those school years where it's been tough but it it's been fun senior year I mean I like I've, I've told a lot of people especially in the last month my mom's counting down the days more than I am and I'm okay with that that means they're excited to have me back <laughs> so I have things lined up I'm not going to speak on those things just quite yet until they're set in stone I don't want to get people excited too much but I have hopefully some things lined up um, when I get out of college, and we'll see how that goes. And so maybe you'll hear from me again. Maybe obviously not on UCM the Beat, but maybe on another radio show near you. Um, I'm excited. Uh, it's it's gonna be it's going to be a wild ride, and I'm super excited for the end of May. I'm going to Hawaii with my family. Uh, the five of us, so me, my two brothers, my parents, and my grandma Mockle are going to Hawaii. Uh, going to have a fun, fun time in Hawaii. Staying on one of the islands. I'm not positive which island, but we're also going to uh, Pearl Harbor. Uh, my grandpa always wanted to go to Pearl Harbor. We told him to make it so we could go to Pearl Harbor. And like I said, that little hard-headed head of his did not want to stay around. And uh, so we're going to take him with us. And we're going to spread his ashes a little bit in uh, Pearl Harbor. I don't care if I get arrested for it. I'm going to say I made him get there. So that is that. Um, and I'll be honest with you. you. You can laugh at me all you want. My grandpa is the reason the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. He was the one that probably told the ref to throw the flag <laughs> to get him set up for the field goal. Just saying. Um, but grandpa, my grandpa probably was talking to the refs. Um, I'll tell you one thing. He The only time I really ever ever really heard him cuss was during a Chiefs game. I mean, that man would... He he had no limitations when it came to a Chiefs game. He was going to say what he felt, say how he felt, say what he felt like, how the, he felt the Chiefs were going to play, and he, he, he could care less what you thought. There were some times where I wanted actually to, like, me and him would get into it a little bit because he'd be like, Patrick Mahomes isn't that good. Patrick Mahomes does too much, and I mean, he ain't wrong. Sometimes Patrick Mahomes can do too much, but he, he, he sometimes would cross the line with Patrick Mahomes, and I would have to I would have to put the old man back in his spot. Um, but um, I know this was a tougher, different uh, show, but I wanted to show where my passion came from. Uh, came with my grandpa. Um, the reason I'm at UCM is because of my grandpa. Also because of my parents. Cannot forget about them. They were they were those parents that wouldn't push you hard, hard, but they would push you enough where they where you knew you had to do your work and get it done. And I I'm thankful for that. I love them for that. I love my grandmas, uh, Grandma Monkle. Uh, I know you're probably listening, and I I love you, uh, Grandma Noah. I love you too. Um, so I love everyone out there. I love all my family. I love all my friends. I love everyone. Don't take anything for granted, folks. Uh, it's been a pleasure. This whole school year has been fun, giving you content on here, whether that be this show or you listening to Crestridge Athletics, football, baseball, basketball, softball, whatever the case, it's been fun. And uh, this is my last signing off. And so 
it has been an amazing pleasure to give you amazing content on UCM The Beat. So with that, one last goodbye. Say I love you to someone you know, and I will talk to you all down the road. Bye, guys.